sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. I always try to live my life in a way that supports others, that make a positive influence in the world. And if my story can remind you of anything, let it remind you that when you believe in someone, you can change their world. You can change their future, just like so many people who believe in me. To everyone that believe in me, from my family, to coaches, to teammates, to fans, no, I could not have done this without you. My Hall of Fame plaque represents each and see each, each one of you, and I'm going to thank you guys for the rest of my life. Thank you very much and God bless you all. Quiero mi gente, lo amo. Que viva la República Dominicana, eh? That's a clown. Golly, no shame. No shame. Like, it's 7-1. You hear third homer of the year. You act like Barry Bonds breaking the record. Clean it up. I don't care about getting up the run. Nobody, I mean, hell, we won 7-2, 8-2, whatever it was. Uh, it's uh, frustrating. That's the, I'm the old grumpy guy, I know. But that type of stuff didn't, that didn't used to happen. Now it's, it's, that's ridiculous. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Monday, July 25th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to send a tweet, it is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me, go to my website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, Big Poppy is in. Will Pete Rose get in? Is Kevin Durant out of Brooklyn? Was Adams really that far off? Uh, are the Cardinals closing in on Soto? One regret from Mr. Vegas, and uh, now that's more like it. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and, of course, opposite picks all coming up over the past 60 minutes right here on Sports Grid Radio. What's going on, LLs, loyal listeners? How are you on this uh, Monday morning? Big Poppy there at his uh, induction ceremony yesterday up in Cooperstown as uh, he is uh, among the seven inducted into the Hall of Fame. Some comments from him. And then also that was uh, Madison Bumgarner ripping on uh, Robles, uh, the uh, Victor Robles of the Washington Nationals, who two days ago uh, hit a home run when they were down 7-1 in the eighth inning, and he was, uh, you know, admired too much for uh, from Bob Gartner's uh, liking. And then uh, yesterday, Robles, uh, you know, entered the dugout with a uh, clown's nose on. So, uh, all good. All good. No, no big deal. And, he, and really, to me, I didn't think, the highlight I saw, I didn't think it was really that, that bad. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, over the top, like he was celebrating, jumping up and down. He just, he watched it. Well, what is the shame in watching a ball? You know, really, when you start to think about, listen, if you're jumping up and down, you're celebrating, you're high-fiving everybody and it's 7-2 in the eighth inning, okay, I get it. But just hitting a home run and, and watching him I mean, you're supposed to hustle. I get all that, but you're not showing anybody up. You're not flipping the bat 25 times in the air. It just You're watching the ball. Big stinking deal. I don't know. People are so anal. Uh, he said it. You know, old school, yeah, that wouldn't have happened. I get that. Uh, and I'm not for some of this new school junk, but it just you don't have to be that anal. All right, he hit a home run off. You're just watching it fly. Listen, his fault if it doesn't go far enough to be a home run, right? I mean... 
I, I, I don't get that. So anyway, busy weekend. Uh, a lot getting done uh, over the weekend, including our system coming through. Thank goodness we hopped off the Stankies and Royals because that would not have come through again. Uh, the LLs who have been with us here for a little while know we play an anti, well, we were playing an anti uh, um, who were playing anti-Royals pro-Yankees parlay. And we noticed, you know, uh, two weeks ago, the Yankees had the best record in baseball. They were cruising, right? Uh, then we put the black clown on them, and then we, you know, that they played about 500 baseball, but we still said, you know what? They're still coming up on a pretty easy stretch. They still get the best record in baseball, so we're going to keep it simple, stupid. We'll use the old kiss theory. And we said we're going to play uh, Yankees laying a run and a half, and uh, whoever was playing Kansas City, because at the time, Kansas City had one of the worst records in baseball and uh, one of the worst spreads as far as uh, getting a run and a half. You know, they were still losing their games, all but eight of them, right? So it's got to come in, what, two, three times a week, four times a week, you would think for sure, right? I mean, it was going to be easy money, easy money. We beat away if we beat the boys in Vegas. Well, we played it for two weeks. It didn't come in one time. Not once. <laughs> Not once. So Friday, I told you, all right, we tried, we failed. You know, we entered the All-Star break. We gave it one last get-go, didn't come through. So we started the uh, the post-second half of the season with a, instead of the Yankees, we put the Dodgers in there because we've been on the Dodgers for about a week and a half. When they won like five in a row or so, I said, you know what, this has all the earmarks of a crazy 14-2 and two or so run. And then, lo and behold, what is it now, 19-2 and two for the Dodgers, 18-2? and two? So we replaced the Stanks with the Dodgers, and we replaced the Royals with the Washington Nationals, who do have the worst record now in baseball. And lo and behold, cha-ching, cha-ching, the system hit not once but twice over the weekend, if you want to include Friday night as a weekend. So hit Friday uh, for a good 415 bucks. Then it hit Saturday for a good 415 bucks because the Dodgers weren't monster favorites against the Giants. So when you laid the run and a half, you were actually getting odds. Love laying a run and a half. I mean, think about that. You're getting odds with the Dodgers. And all they have to do is win by two runs. So they did. It didn't hit yesterday, but over the weekend, we picked up 700 bucks. So when we update our numbers, uh, you know, after two weeks, basically, of losing with the Stankies, we're, we're almost back to even, believe it or not, in our little system. So not too bad. We got our open parlays. We hit with Otani Friday night. We didn't play anything over the weekend, so we're two in, two out of six. We'll update that today, this morning. We'll uh, pick number three. We got our underdog open parlay. We got our pitching props. I got four winners. Four guys strikeout props we're going to hit uh, tonight. All that's coming up. Opposite picks right here. Sports Grid Radio, Series XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. One and two, Robertson's pitch is swung through, and the Cubs have swept Philadelphia out of the All-Star break. Maybe a different gear here for Sandy, who pours in 100 miles an hour for his ninth strikeout of the afternoon for Sandy. He went, gets another strikeout, so a double-digit strikeout performance for Alcantara. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Ah, uh, yes.
Yes, you are. Welcome back. Ops and Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159. Busy, busy Monday. A lot to get to for sure as uh, we have the Philadelphia Phillies getting swept. How about that uh, by the Cubs uh, yesterday? Wow. That, that, that is just, uh, you know, maybe just maybe the, uh, the end of uh, this great little run that the Philadelphia Phillies have had. You know, when they fired Girardi, uh, they were, you know, just doing absolutely nothing. And then they rip off all those wins in a row. And then they end up uh, going, what, 27 and 14, something goofy like that, right? And everyone thinks, okay, they're going to be, uh, you know, the next great thing. But as it turns out, eh, maybe maybe not. Uh, you know, uh, Peacock uh, with the uh, Cubs call. And then Bally Sports Florida with the uh, Alcantara uh, 10 strikeouts. Boy, what an easy play that was yesterday. That was one of our better plays. Uh, and hopefully you guys, as I've told you many, 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 many times, you bet the alternate lines with these strikeout pitches when they're facing teams that suck. And the Pirates have the third most strikeouts. Angels one, Braves surprisingly enough two, Pirates three. So when you get a you know a relatively good strikeout pitcher like Alcantara can be, uh, you face a bad team that strikes out a lot. That's that's an automatic you know go over eight nine ten to one was like five to one. You'll never get a better five to one than Alcantara throwing ten strikeouts against the pathetic Pittsburgh Pirates. I I would almost bet that if it was even money, let alone five plus to one, right? So you got to take advantage of that. So we will again later on uh, this morning. We got our uh, pitching strikeout props uh, to get to. In the meantime, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. I do have one regret. We're updating our baseball totals here. Over the weekend, everything looking good. Um, you know, Baltimore did win one game against the Stanks. The Astros swept three against uh, Seattle, which kind of hurt and helped. We had two matchups that we, we couldn't really win because we have the over in the Orioles and the over in the Yanks, and we have the over in the Astros and the over in the Mariners. So those series kind of kind of wiped itself out. Then we had the Dodgers. They went 3-0. and now for us to hit our total over um, 103 and a half, all the Dodgers now need to go is 40 and 28. Love that play. Uh, we're going to win that. Tampa Bay somehow or another dropped two of three to Kansas City. That was the one series that really kind of like hurt us this weekend. Like you cannot, they have a crazy schedule. 43 games left against winning teams out of their 67. Now you cannot afford with that hard of a schedule. You cannot drop two of three to, to Kansas City. That's a surprise to me. So um, they still only need to go 35 and 32 the rest of the way. I think they will. I'm still confident in them. But, you know, we should have got at least at least two wins out of that series. Angels drop a couple. They did win yesterday. Kind of a, it was upset Sunday. Normally it's upset Saturday. This weekend, it was upset Sunday. Has you had the Angels uh, and the Nationals both win. So, Angels win. So, they end up taking, you know, losing two of three. So, that's still looking pretty good. They would have to go 35 and 32 the rest of the way. I don't think that's going to happen. Nationals lose a couple of ball games. They would need to go uh, 27 and 38 the rest of the way. That's uh, that, that looks pretty good. Uh, we, we bet the unders on these two. And then we bet the under on Texas. And they dropped two of three to the uh, A's. So, uh, they would need to go only. 32 and 36 the rest of the way, but I, I think they're going to come back to the pack. So the one regret I have is we bet the over on the Stanks. Orioles, even though they only won one of two, I'm still okay with that. They, they need to play 10 games under 500 baseball to get the total. That, that's going to hit. Astros sweeping Seattle. 
That's going to hit. They need to only go 38-28 the rest of the way. No way that's not going to happen. It's the Stanks that we probably shouldn't have bet. Uh, even though they didn't take two or three from Baltimore, they, they don't look good. Now, now they lose King, one of their better relievers. Uh, Chapman sucks. I mean, the back end of the bullpen, which was supposed to be so great, is now susceptible. Starting pitching hasn't been terrific. They need to go 40 and 25 the rest of the way, <coughs> which doesn't sound too, too bad. But they do have 48 games left against winning teams out of their 65. All but 17. That's a lot of tough baseball teams they're playing. I don't know if they're going to get their 40 and 25. It's, it's a modest enough number with the record pace they set, but um, I don't like the looks of that team. Don't like the looks of it. Not overly concerned with Seattle dropping three straight, but huge series for them against the Texas Rangers at home. You cannot lose three straight to the Houston Astros and follow that up with you know losing two out of three uh, to the Texas Rangers. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. You, you have to, if you're Seattle, knowing that you have, uh, I think it's the Stankies up next to tell you the truth. Is it not? No, it's another series against Houston. Good gravy. Then it's the Yankees. Knowing that you have four more against Houston on the road, no less. And then three at New York on the road, no less. After this Texas series, you have to. I just have to take two out of three. You end up dropping two out of three or God forbid getting swept. And now you got seven games against the two best teams in baseball, or at least in the American league on the road. Where are you going to go? Two and five. If you're lucky now, all of a sudden you're starting, you know, the uh, second half of the season on a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, like a two and 10 run. That that would be the, everything you accomplished that last two weeks of the regular season of the first half would go right out the window, basically right out the window. Yeah, and so they they have to at home. They got to respond. They were badly outplayed. Uh, not even any one run losses. All two runs or more. So, uh, but I, I'm still okay with that. But I still think we'll get our 36 and 30. It's the Yankee one that I kind of regret, but that's okay. We're looking good on uh, on all the others. One, two, and, and the Yankees did end up winning two out of the three, so we can't complain uh, too much. So at least we got uh, we we got that. How about Big Poppy in the Hall of Fame? Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I, I like the fact that he didn't mention Bobby Valentine. You know, he, he mentioned all his managers that he played for with the Red Sox. And John Farrell, even Grady Little that first year, Terry Francona, uh, he did play, if you remember, one year with Bobby V. That was a disaster. Uh, I thought that was funny. So Big Poppy is in, classy guy that he is. And, uh, you know, I wish I was up there. I may take a ride up there this summer, though, just to let, let all the fanfare die down a little bit and then uh, take a ride up there. So I bet that was a lot of fun. So it was, it was a big, 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 big day. Uh, speaking of Hall of Fames, Pete Rose... Uh, part of a Philadelphia Phillies kind of reunion uh, weekend in August. Next uh, next weekend, two weekends, August 5th, 7th, whatever that is, two weekends I guess it would be. Um, and it does get approval every once in a while from Major League Baseball to be part of these things. He's, he's done it a couple times with the Philadelphia or with the Cincinnati Reds. This is the first time as, as a Philly. And, uh, you know, it always just brings up the notion of Pete Rose shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, this, that, and what have you. Well, I don't know my hypothesis on this in the yellow I've said this before. The reason Pete Rose to me isn't in a Hall of Fame isn't because he gambled. It's because he's not ratting anybody else out. What do you mean? Well, think about it, folks. 
He was gambling in a day. There were no computers. You were not opening up your computer, going to your favorite little website, uh, and then punching in a couple of dick, uh, tickets there, and then, boom, you walk out of your locker room. He's gambling at a time where you had to call your local Louis de Lip. So, and believe me, I've lived this. He's opening up his newspaper. He's writing down all the lines. He's jotting down all the notes. <clears throat> he's on the phone talking to his bookie. All the while, he has managers, team officials, players, ball boys, assistant coaches, all in the room right next door. You're telling me nobody ever walked in on him? No way. No way. I'll tell you what I really think happened when we come back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And Goldie hits a drive into deep right field. It is another one. His second home run of the day. 24 homers for Goldie. He has been the offense today for St. Louis. He's driven in all three. He's got a two-run homer in the fourth and now a solo home run here in the sixth. The BJC Healthcare difference maker. And the power continues off the bat of Goldschmidt. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Sportsnet LA, Valley Sports Midwest with the calls there. The Goldsmith home run, second of the game. And then uh, Thompson with the double as the Dodgers do it again. Wow, how great are the Dodgers playing? Uh, we, we had this, uh, I mentioned it, we, we had this uh, about two weeks ago. You just, you had a sense. It was just a weird little, you know, they had won like five of seven. I think it was like th- uh, five and one, maybe something goofy like that. And I just said, you know, th- this team is set for a tear. And sure enough, 19 and 2 their last 21 games and here's the crazy thing this is really a remarkable number they have 63 wins right all but 7 have come by two runs or more all but set 56 of their 63 wins by two runs or more i don't know what the major league record is that's got to be pretty damn close you know as much as people talk about the stanky setting all kind of records and that's fine and dandy but I, I can't imagine another team dominating more, 64 wins, uh, all but seven. I, I can't imagine another team dominating like that. I mean, it's just crazy, just, just crazy. And then tonight, you know, nothing for nothing as we go over our picks here in a little bit, um, they're laying a run and a half against the Washington Nationals, right? You have the best team arguably in baseball against uh, the worst record-wise, and you can lay a run and a half, and it's only minus 146. I mean, how the heck are the Dodgers not going to blow the doors off the uh, the Washington Nationals and win by two runs at, at, at minus 146 from minus 300 down to minus 146? See, that's old school. Some of these lines going from money line to dollar line is only like 60, maybe 70, 80 point swing. But now that's how it used to be. Going from 300 to minus 146, 154 point swing. That's what we like for sure. So uh, you got to play. You got to play the 
the uh, the Dodgers uh, tonight. Let me finish up the, the the Pete Rose story. Yeah, so so picture this. Picture Pete in his office, and they have records. That that's where, for, for the most part, he called from his, his office office phone. Right, he's calling his bookie. It's what an hour, hour and a half or so before the game. Some cases a half hour before the game. He has all his assistant coaches all kind of hanging around. He's got all the board boys all hanging around. He has all the players hanging around. He may have the GM coming and going. He's got all kind of personnel and whatever hanging around. You're telling me in two, three years that he was doing this not one time, not once Somebody didn't walk in on him while he was on the phone with his bookie. This is not like, remember, no, no cell phones. He's not being able to walk into a closet here. He's sitting at his desk. Not one time in three years did someone just happen about an hour or so before the game walk into his office. No, why would they ever do that an hour before the game to talk to the manager? No, oh no. Why would that ever happen, right? I mean, come on. You know it happened. And then not to mention, again, old school. We've all lived it. If you're, you know, before the internet age, you open up the newspaper, you look at the, the box scores. Underneath that, they got the pitching matchups. You're on the phone with your local Louis DeLip. You're writing all the lines down. You hang up the phone. You look over the lines. You look over the pitching matchups. Then you call your local Louis DeLip back up again. Uh, and, and you jot down on a piece of paper uh, what your bets are. You're telling me that he didn't leave that newspaper out by accident one time? Someone didn't, maybe he threw it in the garbage and someone wanted to read the sports section and nobody opened opened up that newspaper one time in three years. No way. No way. It's impossible to believe that. And that is why Hall of Fame, not because he gambled, but baseball knew that he was either gambling for somebody else because he was putting in seven, eight, nine games a day. Now, could one person do that? Sure. But, you know, chances are he may have been gambled for somebody else. Or again, at worst, he knew other people knew and he wasn't going to rat them out. So, and I think baseball said to Pete, listen, Pete, until you tell us who else was in on this with you, who else knew you were gambling? found out in eight men black right it doesn't matter if you gambled or not as long as you knew about somebody gambling and didn't uh, say anything then you were going to be in a lot of trouble how any of those assistant managers assistant coaches didn't know my no way no way so what's keeping pete out of the hall of fame is the one one bit of character they actually has in good faith because he's basically trash and that is he didn't rat anybody else out or anybody out for that matter and uh, i'm telling you they all had to have known all of them had to know. Impossible to think that they didn't know. 844-843-6879. Let's go to the phones before we do our picks. Our good buddy John in Manhattan starts us off on this Monday. What's going on, John? How are you today? Hey, Scott. How you doing? Good. Good. How are you? You know, you said earlier in your monologue, I made one mistake. And, uh, you know, remember, Scott, that mistake is for better or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 20, 25 years ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Scott, uh, I, I'm coming for your Red Sox. Uh, they lost 28-5 yeah. at home. They've lost 17 of 23, and they've been outscored 67-13 to 13 in the last five games. Um, I think Cora might be on the hot seat, Scott. I'll give you some room to uh, hopefully bury them or maybe defend them. Uh, thanks, Scott, and uh, I'm glad you had a good weekend. 
Uh, thanks, John. Uh, I'll actually do need to tell you the truth. I, he's not on the hot seat. No, that, that that's not. In fact, he probably should get manager of the year for what he's been able to do with that team. Uh, the pitching is what's killing him. Uh, and, and they're missing a couple of guys from the lineup this weekend as well uh, because of injuries. I will say this. If, if you wanted to place a bet, let me see if FanDuel has it up. Uh, I know a couple of other sites uh, do. Uh, they don't. But um, if you could still bet on teams to not make the playoffs, that team's not making the playoffs. Uh, it, it just They have four rookies in their starting rotation, and uh, and basically three of them suck. So, I, I you know, it, it's a minor miracle uh, with the Nick Pavettas of the world. Uh, Evaldi has been atrocious since he's come off the disabled list, so I got a feeling he's going to go back on. Um, it, it's been a disaster. It, it, it has. And the fact that they're still in contention, you know, because of the middle of their lineup with J.D. and Endeavors and Bogarts, you know, they're actually one of the rare teams that have three guys batting 300 in the middle of their lineup. And, and when I say middle, I mean not, not guys that have batted like, you know, 50 times or something. I mean, three, you know, legitimate players. Most teams don't have that. They're, they're three, four, five punch with Devers, Bogarts, and, and JD are among the, you know, very best in all the baseball. So, and they, they've carried that team. But the pitching is just, it's awful. I, I mean, you know, you got 90-year-old Rich Hill. He's at the end of the line. Pavetta has been awful. Evaldi, as I told you, coming off the disabled his two starts uh, awful. Uh, the only guys that have really pitched well have been Waka and and, um, and really just him as far as the starting rotation goes. His cutter Crawford isn't too, too bad. But, I mean, you got guys that you never heard of. So... And this weekend was just a pinnacle, just just a pinnacle. But one of the sites I saw, uh, Red Sox did not make the playoffs minus 130. With Chris Sale going out and now probably done for the rest of the season, there's no way this team, with that pitching, is making the postseason. I would be all over that bet. All, uh, listen, I hope I'm wrong, but if the playoffs were to start today after this uh, little loss for the Toronto Blue Jays, they would not make it. They're three games out. I saw, again, minus 130 on a site. They, they would have to catch the White Sox, the Guardians, and now the Mariners, who are sitting in the third spot. Toronto, Tampa Bay 2, and Seattle 3. They're going in the wrong direction. And Baltimore's only three and a half back. Uh, there's no way. You'll never get an easier minus 130 bet. Which, again, with Sale being out, I don't think they'll add on. I really don't. Um, you know, they got a week of baseball here to kind of figure if they're buyers or sellers. Uh, they got these guys with their contracts and everything else. And they got to get rid of these guys. They got to resign these guys. They got a four-game series against Cleveland. And they got a three-game series all at home uh, against Milwaukee. If they don't go... Five and two, I would think. Then I think they'll wave the white flag. Because after the trade deadline, and I think the deadline this year is like the first or second, not not the 31st. I think they extended a couple of days because of uh, the season starting late. They have three at Houston, four at Kansas City, two against Atlanta, one against Baltimore, three against the Stanks. That's a tough little go outside of that Kansas City series. And even that's on the road. Uh, you know, I, I think they'll realize the writing's on the wall if they don't make hay against Cleveland and, and Milwaukee at home. So I, I just, um, I would be all over that. In fact, I did put that in a couple of shekels, minus the 130. So I know FanDuel isn't offering that right now, at least not that I see. Um, maybe they will a little bit later on. They tend to come and go with some of this stuff. But, um, 
Yeah, not 67 runs in five games. Holy crow. 67 in five. The 28 to five debacle on what was that Friday night? That, that's just uh, it is what it is. But uh, count for all the other 10 runs that they've been giving up. Yeah, not good. Uh, not good at all. New York Post uh, saying that the St. Louis Cardinals uh, are the leading contender in the Juan Soto race. I got a feeling he's not going to be traded. I, I do. Uh, opposite picks coming up, and then we'll get to all our uh, baseball plays as well right here on Opposite Picks Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out your patent pencils, get set for the fastest, but more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks your newbies ask? Well, we give you six, seven games a night, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, last we left you, gave you a nice five and two on Friday. So we're 277 up, 330 down, cutting into our hole. Now 3,800 bucks if you're a $100 player starting from the beginning of the season, which we've had a pretty good year. What can I tell you? We got six games tonight. Limited baseball schedule, but we came up with six that we really do like. So here we go. Pick number one Atlanta laying a buck 60 at Philadelphia. Perhaps the bubble has burst on the Phillies, who opened up the second half of the season losing three in a row. That's bad enough. Losing three in a row at home. That's bad bad enough, but losing three in a row at home to the Cubs? Ugh! Now throw in Atlanta's best pitcher, Max Fried, is on the hill. Love, 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 love the Braves tonight. Uh, give me the Phillies at uh, plus 140. Pick number two, Cleveland pick them at Boston. I mean, uh, no offense, uh, as we say all the time, this segment's about making money, not friends. Sorry, fellow Red Sox fans, but how can you possibly play the Bo Sox? They've given up 67 runs over their last five games. Yikes, that's over 13 runs a game, people. And now I can get a team going against that at Pick'em? <laughs> Love the uh, Guardians here. Uh, give me the Red Sox at Pick'em. Pick number three, San Diego, minus 165 at Detroit. Yep, I am going to buck the play against Sunday night road game system teams. That is uh, teams that play on Sunday night uh, when they go on the road the following day and they play, you go against them. I think it's like 1-7, 1-8 this year. I have the numbers. I'll give them to you in a little bit here. Uh, why are we going to do it? Because the Tigers are a joke. Uh, they're in last place. They're worse than Kansas City. They're 2-11. They're their last 13 games getting outscored 22-5. to Their last three games, oh, they're just awful, folks. They are just absolutely awful. Love the uh, Padres here. Uh, give me Detroit, plus the 145. Pick number four, Kansas City even versus the L.A. Angels. Wow, uh, who's worse, right? Tough series to figure out, but I'm going to go with the hometown Royals, who did take two of three from Tampa this weekend. Angels remain worthless without Otani on the hill. 
Now 7-36 and 36, their last two months in non-Otani won games. Seven, they've only won seven games. That's four other pitchers, folks, for a two-month stretch. Noah Syndergaard is on the hill. Zach Granke tonight for KC. I'll call that even two pitchers who want to pitch well to get out of their current situation at the trade deadline nears. Again, you want to give me Kansas City at home against the Angels without Otani on the hill? I will take that. Love KC tonight. Uh, give me the Angels at uh, Pickham. Pick number five, uh, Chicago, the Cubs against the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, our favorite whipping boy, good old JT Brubaker's on the hill. And we all know we love to bet against JTs because JTs, as far as we know, are all losers, right? So keep betting against this guy who's about two and nine on the season. Cubs off a series sweep of the Phillies showing a little life. Why not? You know what? At home, uh, basically even against Pittsburgh. Love the Cubs here. Uh, give me the Pirates uh, minus uh, 110. Pick number six, Dodgers laying a run and a half versus Washington. Mentioned it before. Do we need to even explain? I mean, we have the best team in baseball, arguably against the worst. Nats have lost all but 15 of their 65 losses by two runs or more. Dodgers have won all but seven of their 64 wins by two runs or more. You got the Dodgers red hot, 19-2, their last 21 games. I can get the Dodgers laying a buck and a half uh, at minus one and a half runs only. I love the Dodgers here. Uh, give me the Nationals plus the one and a half runs plus 130. Opposite picks, six-pack for you. All baseball. Phillies plus 140 against the Braves, despite the Phillies uh, getting swept over the weekend by the lowly Cubs. Red Sox uh, pick them against the Cleveland uh, Guardians, despite giving up their 67 runs their last five games. Detroit Tigers plus 145 against San Diego, despite uh, losing 11 of 13. The Angels uh, even pick them against Kansas City. Uh, and you got the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, despite JT on the hill for the uh, Pirates. And then uh, the Washington Nationals, uh, plus the one and a half runs, plus 130 against the Dodgers, despite LA being 19 and 2 in the last 21 years games. Opposite picks for this uh, Monday, July 25th. Good luck, folks. And there you go. We'll post those uh, on the page of the website, opspicks.com, which is, by the way, going under a uh, facelift. Hopefully that'll be done by the uh, open end of the week. Uh, our goal was August 1st, so we're seeing. Uh, hopefully that'll all come through. All right, let's uh, do our uh, premium plays and our open parlays and all the other good little tidbits that we like to give you here on Opposite Picks, Monday through Friday, every day, 11 a.m. to noon Eastern time. Uh, we're going to start with our uh, Pro Dodgers Anti-Nationals play. Uh, good news, bad news. Good news is both are on a schedule. Bad news is they're playing each other, so it kind of wipes that out. So here's what we're going to do. We'll go with the Dodgers, lay in the run and a half, minus 146. And I'm telling you, get in on that because I guarantee you that line's going to go up. 146, and we're going to uh, take out the Nationals, obviously, since they're facing the Dodgers. And we're going to go with the San Diego Padres, plus 103, laying a run and a half against the Detroit Tigers. I mentioned uh, Tigers 2-11. and 11. I know we're bucking that system of go against the Sunday night team that's on the road. Uh, it's been a good system. Uh, nine times has a team played on Sunday night and then played again on Monday as a road team. Uh, they the away team on Sunday is one and six when traveling on Monday. The home team is one and one. 
So like, uh, you know, the home team last night was the Mets. Sometimes the Mets have to go on the road. Uh, they're, they're one and one. So overall, it's seven and two. But really, the main one is uh, I, I like the road team uh, more so just because they've been on the road. Now they got to go on the road again. But overall, the teams that play Sunday night, they have to play the next day, uh, not at home, seven and two. Or well, really two and seven. Uh, you know, the opposing team is seven and two. So, you know, th- th- those are strong trends, but I'm going to buck those just because the-, the Tigers, like I said, are just so bad. I'm not going to let that get in the way of this parlay. So we hit twice over the weekend. So we finished up uh, with the Stankies, uh, 0 and 10. Uh, we're one and two now, really are two and one rather with the Dodgers pro Dodgers, anti-nationals for good for 730 bucks. If you're a hundred dollar player. So our overall numbers, were still minus, uh, 270, but, uh, you know, and I will include the Yanks in anti-Kansas city. I won't throw that out and pretend it didn't happen. So, uh, you know, we're almost back to uh, the break even point. So Dodgers tonight, uh, laying a run and a half minus 146 Padres laying a run and a half against the Tigers at plus one Oh three hundred dollar parlay will pay 200. And 43 bucks. Cha-ching, cha-ching. All right. Uh, let us see. Let us see. Next up, our open parlay. This is where we pick one team a night, generally one team a night, and uh, we roll over the winnings. If you have the uh, website that offers open parlays, then you just do an open parlay. But if you don't, then if you just roll it over, it comes out to be the same. Uh, believe it or not, I was surprised at that, but we did that a few months back, and it's like, yep, it actually is exactly the same. So o- almost to the T. So that said, we hit with the Dodgers last week. <coughs> Excuse me. Then we hit with Otani strikeouts Friday night, eight and a half. So that brought our uh, winnings to $149 plus the original $100 bet. So we have $249 to bet with tonight. We're going to put it on the Dodgers. I'm going to go conservative just because we have our Dodgers lane run and a half parlay. So just give me the Dodgers lane to three to one. Chances are if they win, they're going to win by two, three, four runs, no doubt. But uh, I just, you know, it's almost too easy. So give me the Dodgers lane to three to one, $249 to win 83. Uh, it's better to do that. Be conservative. Uh, you know, when you roll this over six times, the number's going to get there. It will end up winning $2,000, uh, win, lose, or draw, depending on, uh, you know, how things go. Uh, so don't worry about it. Just lay the three to, uh, three to one. So 249, leg number three to win 83 bucks. Uh, underdog open parlay. We lost with Seattle on uh, Friday as they got swept and, and everything said and done against Houston. So we got to start a fresh one there. We're 0 for 57. Uh, you know, tough to pick six straight underdogs. We'll start tonight with the Arizona plus 114 at home against San Francisco. Just because, you know, Diamondbacks are actually about a 500 team at home. And San Fran's coming off getting swept uh, in L.A. against the Dodgers. A little bit of a downer. So, I'll, I'll take a chance at the Diamondbacks. 25 bucks. We only use a quarter of a play. 25 to win 29 on Arizona. All right, our pitching props. Kept it kind of simple uh, this time around with the abbreviated schedule. It's a combination of lines and going against certain teams. We go against the Angels because the Angels strike out more than anybody else in baseball. So we're going to go with Kansas City's Zach Granke. His number's only three and a half. It's juiced minus 168, but, well, we we, will lay the juice at minus 168. And then also, uh, and just to give you an idea uh, of good old Granke and how much he is, uh, you know, used to be a big strikeout pitcher. He's really not anymore. 
just because he's 9,000 years old. But I will check his uh, box score here for I thought I wrote this down, but I didn't. Uh, my bad. So the goal is four. He's had three, five, two. That's one and two. Uh, three, one and three, four, two, five, four, four. So one, two, three, three and one, four and one, four and two, four and three, five and three, five and four. Uh, his last nine starts, he's five times he's had four strikeouts, four he has not. So pretty much even, but you throw in the fact he's facing the worst strikeout team in baseball, so you have to play it. We're also going to play his five, his six, and his seven strikeout totals with FanDuel. Gets five or more, plus 140. Six or more, plus three to one. Seven or more, plus 630. Play them all. Just a couple, couple shekels. For our recording purposes, Three and a half minus 168 is our play. Uh, we're going to go with uh, Ranger Suarez for the Philadelphia Phillies at four and a half. He's taking on the Atlanta Braves. Braves, as I mentioned, second worst strikeout team in all the baseball. Suarez has hit five strikeouts or more seven of his last 11 times. That's pretty good. Uh, and you want to play six at plus 220 and seven at plus 450. I would suggest doing that as well. Again, for record keeping purposes, we'll just keep it at the main play. But I would do that because the Angels and Braves are the kingpins and strikeouts. Uh, next up, we're going to go with uh, Kyle Freeland of the uh, Colorado Rockies. Take it on the Brewers. Uh, his number is four and a half. He, uh, he also right around 500 with that number, but he's facing the Brewers team, which is the fourth worst in all of baseball. So we're going to go over there. Then we're going to go with uh, Adrian Sampson of the uh, Chicago Cubs. His number is three and a half. He takes on the Pirates. Cubs do. Uh, Pirates are the third worst team in baseball for strikeouts. So we'll go the over three and a half. He's hit that four of his last six times. We'll also play the five at plus 240 and the six at plus 540. So, Granky, Suarez, Samson, we're going to play straight, and then we'll use those alternate lines as well. And then Kyle Freeland, uh, Freeland four and a half uh, for uh, Colorado as well. Those are the four guys we're going to use uh, later on tonight. Pitching, but we've been on fire with these things, uh, oh, by the way. So you may want to follow along if you haven't already. I will close up shop with a couple of tidbits. Opposite picks right here on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Welcome back. Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. A couple of stories here. Uh, How about this one? Uh, Rookie ride receiver John Meachie, the the big-time player out of Alabama, drafted by the Houston Texans in the second round. Revealed this weekend he was diagnosed with uh, leukemia. Now, the, he says, you know, I hope he's right, that the cancer is very curable, expects to recover. However, he will not be playing football in 2022. So, 
I'll tell you, <clears throat> you talk about black clouds uh, hanging over that franchise. Uh, just one more there, but that's uh, tough news to accept for sure. Devontae Adams clarifying his uh, recent comments that uh, compared Aaron Rodgers to his uh, current quarterback, uh, Derek Carr, on Friday told CBS Sports, you know, anytime you change quarterbacks from a Hall of Famer to a Hall of Famer, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment, right? So people went a little bonkers uh, with, oh my gosh, you're comparing Aaron Rodgers, the great Aaron Aaron Rodgers to Devonte to um uh to uh, Derek Carr. I mean, how is that possible? You know, you know. So he kind of re refracted a little bit, but uh, retracted a little bit, but still, you know, he did do a good job in saying, you know, Derek Carr's numbers, and it's true. You know, they're really not that bad, and he's on pace. Say what you want about the dude, but he is on pace to be in the Hall of Fame quarterback. You may not think so. And, and quite frankly, what has Aaron Rodgers done? All right, so he has the one Super Bowl ring. I uh, give him credit for that, obviously. But that's it. Aaron Rodgers' career, if it ends today, is going to be labeled a major disappointment because he only won one Super Bowl. At least Derek Carr still has that possibility to get a couple of Super Bowls. So I, I really don't think it's like that people went nuts. Oh, my God, how could you compare Derek Carr to the great Aaron Rodgers? I, I don't think it's that far off at this point. I, I really don't, you know. The Rodgers' disappointment is that he only is going to win one Super Bowl if it ends to this, this uh, you know, now. Uh, that would be why his career would be a disappointment, even though he is a four-time league MVP. But still, wasn't that far off. All right, we got our picks. We got our plays. We are all set. Good luck, folks. I'll be on later on tonight in Game Live primetime right here on Sports Grid TV. Enjoy the rest of your day. Football Full Circle is coming up next.